You're listening to episode 142 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. So great to have you here. It's been a really, really busy couple of weeks. If you attended the Voice Den, then you know we had a big party on the weekend and it was a lot of fun. It was celebrating the 1000th episode of the Voice in Canada Flash Briefing. If you were part of that, thanks so much. And if you played the Crack the Code game, then thank you so much for that as well. We gave away the prizes to uh, Deborah Blackburn. She won the participation prize, as well as to Ray Obadowski, who won the grand prize package. Anyway, it was a, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, so thank you to all of you that participated. Now, the last time I uh, had a podcast was a little while ago, um, and I introduced you to my newest show, The Voice Fluencer Show. And today, I've got another one of these special guests joining us. This is a recording of the live streamed Voice Fluencer Show. And today, I'm speaking with James Vlahos. And James is the guy behind the company Hereafter, and they are the company that is creating the ability for us to preserve our story, our voices after we pass on. Essentially, he's created a Lexi skill that allows people to capture those important stories. And then once they pass on, their family, their loved ones can listen back to those stories. Really, really powerful stuff. The other thing I want to mention is James is an extremely talented bass player. And if you're on the voice stand, you know that we actually launched basically a band, the voice stand band. And we uh, recorded our parts in different, uh, areas, different times, and then we brought it all together, and we actually have two songs now on uh, my YouTube channel. You can check that out at uh, drterryfisher.com slash YouTube, and you can see uh, the uh, socially distant voice den band that was recorded. It was so much fun to put that together. Anyway, uh, let's get back to the interview at hand. Uh, this is uh, the interview with James Vlahos and uh, my guest co-host uh, for the month, Ian Utili. Hey, James, how's it going? It's great. How are you doing? I am doing great. And Ian, good to have you with us again. It's wonderful to be here. I'm excited about this conversation with you, James. Looking forward to hearing about Hereafter and all the cool things that you're working on. Amazing. Cool. So Let's do it. James, um, so we have to start with a little bit of an introduction. Who are you? And most importantly, why are you low E? Well, I'm James Flahos. I am the founder of Hereafter AI. I am the author of Talk to Me, a book all about voice computing. And I am low E because I'm also a bass player. And that's a reference to the lowest string on the bass. So uh, kind of a music nerd joke. I love it. I love it. You're, you're speaking my language because, as you know, I'm a drummer. So anything that's got a musical sure. reference, uh, I love it. I love it. Um, Amazing. So, um, as I said, you were on uh, the voice stand. You had a chance to to chat with some of the people that were on to ask some questions. Um, they asked about uh, hereafter. Before we get into that, can you tell us just a little bit about the book that you wrote and the stuff that you that you um, wrote about in there? Because it was a really not was it is a very comprehensive book that really tackles a lot of the issues with the voice industry. Yeah, I got really interested in the quest to teach computers to talk, in the quest to give them a personality of sorts. Uh, this is a few years ago, so I set out to write the definitive kind of 
general audience book on voice computing, uh, not necessarily for you know practitioners, but more just for anybody who is curious about like what on earth is going on with Siri and Alexa and Assistant and what does it mean? And is this the next biggest thing after the smartphone? So soup to nuts was the ambition. And the book was divided into three parts. I took part one to cover sort of the business arc of Google and Amazon and Apple and everyone kind of battling it out to dominate uh, this new paradigm. Part two was the technological aspect. So what's really under the hood? Like, how do you get a computer to listen to you, to understand you, to produce a coherent response? And then part three was just the implications of all of this. So what do we get when we have computers that we can have, ask questions to and they answer to us? Uh, what do we get when we can create avatars of real people through, um, through conversational AI? So kind of exploring and, and not just good stuff, kind of all the prickly stuff as well. So uh, if you are at all interested in this space, which I would assume you would be if you're watching this, then uh, it's your book. There you go. And, and, I, and I should mention, as you just alluded to there, we are live. So if anybody has any questions, uh, feel free to put those questions in the comments so we can try to bring those up on screen. Now, I know, Ian, you had a chance to participate a little bit in the Voice Den as well. And you met James uh, first, I think, on the Voice Den. Um, thoughts on what you've heard from James or questions that you have uh, burning questions for James from, from your perspective? Well, I have a lot of questions for James, but if I had to narrow it down, I think James, that, you know, even in the name, your name is not H E A R after. And I had to like double check that. I'm like, wait, it's a voice tech company. It's not here after it's, they are here after. And so you have developed one of the most exciting companies. If you were a participant in the voice launch earlier today, uh, when the folks from Amazon and Google were asked like, hey, if you could start any company, what company would you start? And your company was brought up because there's a lot of emotional tie to what you're working on. So you're in the voice space, but you're not even branded as a voice company in terms of your name. You even, you chose to, to brand it H-E-R-E. -E. And it's really an emotional development to where I would want my father, my mother, if my grandparents are still around, I'd want to engage them to create, let's call it a shadow of, of who they are through your technology. And so I think one of my questions for you, and maybe the only question that we have time for, is if this is more of a human approach to voice technology, more of an emotional approach to voice technology, has that always been uh, the case in your career? Have you always leaned more toward humanity rather than tech or AI for AI sake or technology development sake? Um, I think that's probably the question that came up when you were talking with Adam in the voice uh, den recently and in some of the other questions that were asked. So could you just give me a little insight? Is this a newer uh, pursuit for you or have you always been more focused on the humanity side of uh, you know cutting edge tech, if you want to call it? And, and can I just jump in as well there that also it'd be great if you can give us a little preview of what hereafter is because some people watching this or hearing this may not know what that is. So I love your question, Ian. So if you can address that, fantastic, but also a little bit of what the what the product is. Gotcha, yeah. So yeah, hereafter, the basic idea is to give people a means to, first of all, record stories about their lives, record stories about their loved ones, everything from their childhoods and careers and relatives to stories about first dates and first cars and getting married and embarrassing times and fun times, all of these stories that make our lives give you a means to record those. 
But then part two is rather than sort of lock that away in a computer somewhere, we want to have an accessible way for you to access a legacy avatar that essentially presents those stories interactively. So you can actually ask Alexa or ask an app to share a story about a loved one. You hear their voice, their memories, their stories being shared back to you. Uh, so it's you know family history and oral history and sort of a conventional sense in one way, but then it's also personal AI avatars. It's the it's the mashup of the two. Uh, and to your questions, Ian, which I found very interesting, you know my background for most of my career, I worked as a writer and a tech tech journalist. So my playground is words, and I think why I got interested in voice and conversational AI at all was I saw that this was Hey, this is like a new playground where people are using words and they're moving around words and they're creating characters through words. Uh, they are entertaining people with words. They are informing them with words, but in an entirely new way. So, you know, the bridge was kind of there for me to start crossing, to take what I already knew how to do and start learning a whole new, you know, way to play around with it. And, you know, just like any, I'm a creative person. So you give someone, you know, you give them a guitar and you give them a distortion pedal and they think, hey, look what I can do with that. So it's been a bit like that, like having these fresh discoveries because I'm in a new medium that I haven't been in before. And as far as being humanistic, um, yeah, like if there, there are many, many applications out there that are aiming for practical things and they do this great. And that's just not where I felt like I could add value and yeah, maybe not at the core of my interest. I love that you picked up on that, Ian. I like, that's a really subtle thing with the spelling of the hereafter um, versus the hereafter. I just, I, I don't know, it just didn't occur to me. So that, that's really I, cool. I looked multiple times. I kept thinking, I'm like H-E-A-R, after. Like, I don't see it, yeah. that's weird. And then I type and I'm like, oh, and then when I when I was reading about it, I thought, okay, well, he's not trying to brand this as like some sort of super tech voice tech, you know, cutting edge AI company for technology's sake. Right. He's approaching this as the company name and the approach is about what we're accomplishing. We're accomplishing the goal of our loved ones that pass on from Earth as we know it that we still have a chance to have a shadow of who they are. And this is something that I have been personally interested in for the last several years. I've been talking with world leaders about this for quite some time, talking about their ability not to have a representation of who they are, only a shadow, very clearly only a shadow of who they are and what the opportunities are to do that with voice tech and with decentralized and distributed ledger tech. In addition, I have some friends who have been working on this for more than a decade under a uh, different, different pursuit. But James, I would uh, like to connect you with some of the folks that I know that have some similar passions, just approaching it in a different way. But I'm very interested. I would be a customer uh, for your company, James, as I mentioned before we got started. I would like to use your product for my family, for myself. I think that we never have tomorrow promised to us. The sun will rise and the sun will set and we will hopefully be here. Yeah. But uh, we don't know. And so opportunity like hereafter gives us a chance to solidify things around legacy, around, uh, you know, being available to communicate with, uh, you know, our descendants long from now, things of that nature. Uh, if you look at the movie Coco, the whole premise of like your spirit lives as long as people talk about you, that may not be 
true, but it's a cool thought. And companies like yours make it more uh, realistic that people will talk about those that have come and gone for a longer period of time. So I'm all in. I'm a big cheerleader. I got my symbols and making noise and playing in for you. <laughs> Ian's a big cheerleader. And now I'm going to go back on mute so sure. I stop talking. <laughs> it's I all like good. It. I like James, it. I'm curious. Like, so with this with this product that you have now, have you gotten any feedback now from people like you know that have used the product and the differences that it's making in people's lives? Are there any like particular stories that you can share? Gosh, I mean, one of the more interesting cases we've had lately is a young woman who is terminally ill. She's in her twenties. And she is, she's not the typical customer in many ways. Like usually you would think of someone being somewhat older, uh, but she is actually, the idea was to make something for her mother uh, to be able to hear the stories. And wow. so we, you know, built that and unveiled it recently and, you know, just meant um, it's, it's very moving and it's, let me back up a little. I think when people start the process of like, oh, I got to share these memories what am I going to say? And am I going to say them right? And it can feel like a little bit of a mountain to climb. And but then you start sharing them and there's something about it that is um, even just the process of, of building, of sharing the stories is kind of therapeutic or it feels good to people. And then certainly when when her mother got to hear it, that was that was a wow moment for for both of them. And yeah, that, so that's that's one of those, I guess the the other one that comes to mind was a different client who was talking about how it was the grandchild who was listening to the father, the stories of the grandfather at bedtime. So, huh. you know, I feel like, yeah, I, I've done something worthwhile today. Like I've connected generations and normally like, you know, you, you barely know your parents' stories, much less your grandparents if, if you're like many modern families. So it was it was very gratifying to see that. Very, very cool. Wow, that's amazing. It's amazing. Um, we're running a little bit short of time, I realize. So um, what I wanted to do is just maybe finish up with uh, two, I think, relatively quick questions. One is, um, I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the Voice Den, the party edition uh, on November 14th as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to ask is for those that are going to be there like you, um, what are questions that you would love people to ask you? What do you see as your expertise? What are things that you could really um, offer some value to the audience if they were to ask you particular questions? Where is your kind of sweet spot? I mean, my sweet spot is how do you make a conversational interface with personality? Mm -hmm. uh, like if you think of all the ones out there that are one size fits all, mm -hmm. the question you should ask me is how do you do something that is the opposite of that? Uh, and, and how do you do that knowing that the tech we have today is still, you know, relatively simple and what it can do? How do you nonetheless get like a sense of humor, a sense of surprise, just kind of a distinctiveness? This is not any generic voice assistant. This is literally an avatar of this specific real person or for that matter, I guess, a character that somebody created in their mind. Um, that, that's the kind of thing that I get excited to talk about. Fantastic. Great. Any final thoughts there from, from you, Ian? Thank you for asking. So on that, because this may open up a whole new market for you. Um, so let me ask this question. We can kind of wrap with this. One approach is that I come to you while my parents are still alive and I say, hey, you know, like, let's create 
this digital avatar, this voice avatar for them. And this is a pretty common thing where people may say, I want to do this for me, right? For my kids, their great, 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 great grandkids I'll never meet, but hopefully will I can have an impact on their life. When you talk about past people or even people you make up, um, you know, my all my grandfathers were uh, dead by the time I was born. My grandmothers are both gone and my great grandparents obviously weren't around. And so like I could maybe try and create based off stories I know, but I have an ancestor. He was the founder of San Jose. And so there's a lot of information about Lieutenant Moraga, who was the founder of San Jose, the founder of the Presidio in San Francisco. And so there's a lot of information on Wikipedia and all over the web. How, if, if, if people like me come to hereafter and they say, hey, listen, one of my ancestors, right, is this really well-known woman, man. There's a lot of information. They were an author, et cetera. Uh, a lot of things were written about them. How would you approach that? And how should the conversation start with a prospect? So if I've never spoke to you before and I hear this video and I hear you give this explanation, what is the action that I take? I go to hereafter.ai and I take what action to engage your company to create a digital audio avatar of Lieutenant Moraga, the founder of San Jose, my grandfather times seven. How would I approach that if I wanted to create something that's a real person with real information? I don't have to kind of create a story. It's already there. And what, tell me about that process, because I feel like that opens up a whole new market for you. And it, and it more or less creates an unlimited ability for you to create this techno, technological connection for people that have imagination for how they could do this for those that have come and gone. Yeah, that's definitely in the email me category uh, <laughs> versus, versus the office shelf. But it it's totally fascinating. And it's also, it's totally possible. Like if you take a step back, like what is it they're trying, we're trying to make, we're trying to make interactive biographical AI. So in some ways, a lot of the process and the things that are happening technologically behind the scenes in terms of how do you structure the data of someone's life? How do you access it? It's a lot of it is the same. Um, some of what's different for what you're describing is, of course, like how are we are we synthesizing the audio? Or are we getting an actor to to read it? Like how are we getting the actual uh, speech that you hear at the end of the process? But uh, yeah, we could we could geek out on that one for a while. But it's a it's a great application, and I, I think it's it's one of those ones that like if we don't nail it, then someone else is going to because it's kind of crying out to be done in the educational sphere like talk to yeah who you got a kid in class and we need to talk to abraham lincoln or whoever it is so being able to talk to a virtual version of someone like that um but i but i like your idea as well even if it's a it's a, someone who's maybe a click below the name brand recognition but is still like this is an important person they're not here anymore uh how could we create an avatar of them that that should be possible too fantastic Fantastic. Great, James. Well, um, thank you so much for taking some time on the Voice Lancer show. Um, where can people go to learn more about you and what you're doing? Yeah, go to hereafter.ai is the first place. And that's H-E-R-E, -E, as Ian has kindly pointed out. Uh, you can also find me at James Flahos on Twitter or look me up on LinkedIn. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with James. Really, really interesting stuff that he is doing. And uh, boy, it's pretty amazing when you think about being able to preserve stories and voices of people. Um, who knows what our world's going to look like, you know, a generation from now. And 
how many of people, how many people that have passed on are still going to be, you know, their memory and their voices and their lives are going to still be living through these avatars that can be created. Fascinating to think about. Anyway, I want to thank James for the time. I want to thank Ian as well for co-hosting with me. And I want to thank you for lending me your ear uh, this week for the ALEXA in Canada podcast. As usual, you can check out all of our previous episodes at alexaincanada.ca slash podcast. And uh, I look forward to uh, speaking with you again very soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll talk to you soon.